Welcome to Act 4, your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name's Peyton. We got Connor over here. Hey, how you doing? And we got Joe in the corner. Okay. And today, we are talking about the Thor trilogy. Uh, But before we dive into that, we want to talk a little bit about some fan feedback we received. Can we really call them fans? We've dropped like two episodes and they were on one day, which was today at the time of recording this. So I don't know if they count as fans. We have listener feedback. Mm. Uh, And we kind of wanted to address some of that. Uh, and talk about um, some stuff we heard about people who listened to uh, our Cars episode. Uh, so Joe got some interesting feedback from one of his friends. Let's see. What did you hear, Joe? My man Sam this morning. Sam Collegial. Mm. What yeah. a good guy. He hit me up and he was... He wanted Shout me to Sam. send him... He wanted me to send him the link to listen to it because like he couldn't get it to work. And I sent it to him and then he clicked it because he wanted to like save it for later. Mm-hmm. And then it just instantly started playing. But yeah, the like best Max part volume. is that wow. he was in the middle of class. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've listened to the last episode, it starts very energetic. Oh yeah, uh, A lot of singing, harmonizing. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah, if you, you didn't watch that. that last episode, you or listen to that last episode, you should for sure do that. Yeah, uh, you Beautiful voices. Beautiful. <laughs> Connor, you really killed it on that. Thanks. So, we, so it blasted. So it blasted full volume. Yeah, in, in the, the middle, middle of class. class. <laughs> and and his reaction to that was, <laughs> he wanted to kill himself. Is that, <laughs> that, that was what he his, said? That was his words. Oh my goodness! <laughs> With like three skull emojis, it was really funny. <laughs> wow. And then that prompted me in the middle of my class to start dying laughing. <laughs> That's so funny. Why did he have his? Well, I guess first of all, why didn't he think it was going to start right away when he clicked it? And also. Why was his like phone volume all the way up? I don't know. He's like an Android user. I don't. Freaking I can't Android explain users, their logic. No, Apple gang all the way. Yes, sir. Speaking of Apple, Apple is actually in the Cars franchise. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention it last episode, but if you notice, I think it's in the first one. Could be in the second one, but I'm pretty sure it's in the first one. You see, one of the race cars had. They're like a white race car with gray, and they have the Apple logo on the hood. So like they're sponsored by Apple. Which is a cool little Easter egg for Steve Jobs because he created, you know, Pixar, and he created um, Apple and all that. So that's a cool Easter egg. But Apple exists inside. I the just Cars looked universe. it up, and there's a Reddit post. Shout out Reddit, that in the first Cars movie, um, there is an Apple car, and it's right in front of the king yes. in one of the shots. Yeah, number eighty four. If you care. Ooh, okay. I bet that's a reference. That's probably a reference that to nineteen eighty four. Apple was that the year they lost launched the Mac, something I don't know. Would you look that up first, Joe? Because now I'm curious. Yeah. Um, not yeah. that that matters, and is it all relevant? But freaking Android users, bro. Yeah. So tell we got a lot of positive feedback from the few people that have listened. They loved that intro. Sorry, we didn't sing in this one, but there's not really a song we can sing for Thor. Uh, we might sing in the future. Maybe. Like, like I, I feel like we're gonna sing. We do like Shrek one day. You know, we got to hit that all-star. If, if we do Shrek. If we do Shrek. I would like to, but you never know. Yeah. But uh, as of right now, uh, no singing. So if you didn't like the singing... You're welcome you're for welcome. not singing on this episode. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're welcome. Yeah. You didn't like the singing. We all know you didn't like the singing. <laughs> but some people might have. Some, some people, people They're lying. Have. Some people might have liked it a little bit. <laughs> they probably didn't. <laughs> they didn't. It's okay. They really didn't. <laughs> so today, we're talking about the thor trilogy uh so i say we kind of just dive in and let's let's talk about the first thor let's get it um the first thor 
I guess we should start with asking, do is it a good movie or a bad movie? Personally, I think it's a bad movie. Connor, you think it's good, bad? What do you think? I think it's a good movie. Uh, I, think, I, think it, I think it's all right. And you think it's all right. So you're in the middle. I think it does its job of, like, kind of effectively, but it definitely has problems. So, all right, so you're very in the middle. I think it's bad. Connor I'd have to agree good. with Joe. Like, so I'm you're like, more middle. Yeah. Like, it's it's got its problems, but I still think it's good. I think the first Thor is worse than Thor the Dark World. And we'll, we'll get into that when we talk about Dark Ooh, World. Hot take, hot take. That's a but, hot take right but there. That's a hot take. I do think it's worse. But I want to hear what do you like about, because you, if you're in the middle, you think there, there's stuff about it that you like. Yeah. So what do you like about Thor? So this movie came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. This was a pre-Disney. Pre-Avengers, so, yeah. yeah pre-Avengers. Paramount Studios. Yeah. Um, this was before everybody was really big into superhero movies. Yeah. So, like, they still had to get people in to try to see it and well, try to make it less weird. We had, like, because there, there had already been superhero movies, and then the Dark Knight trilogy, like, happened before this, too. Yeah. Or at least two of them, right? Two of them had, the, yeah. The right, the, they hadn't finished. Dark Knight Rises, Rises was 2012, yeah. Or so, no, it, yeah, so it comes out after. Mm-hmm. But I think that was where the superhero movies started really getting popular, and but Avengers really sealed it. So, but yeah, yeah. so it's 100%. leading up but to the superhero trend. If you look sure. at that, like there's no really weird superhero movies mm-hmm. at that point. You have the Dark Knight trilogy coming up, Iron Man one and two, I believe. This was the first like mainly off Earth superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the first one that gets weird ish. Before you get into like Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange, which just go full on bonkers, and like we're, yeah. we've got Eternals coming up, like. I love that Marvel's really embracing weird, but this was the first time they stepped into the weird because they did Iron Man, and then did they do was Captain America before or after this one? Because um, I'm not actually sure of the order. I think it was before, I know, wasn't it? Or no, I'm pretty sure the, it was Iron this is Man the fourth and then Thor movie in the MCU. So it would be it was Hulk, Iron, Iron Man, Man, Hulk, and then Iron Man two, Iron Man two, and Iron Man two. So this and came out before Captain Thor, America. Captain America. That's and interesting. Then Avengers. Yeah. So this that actually. Was phase one. I wonder why they did Thor before they did Captain America, because I feel like Captain America is a more accessible movie for people to get really into, and Thor is just kind of out there. So you've got to do a lot like of drawing people to like Captain America is the one that I feel like people knew the most out of all those Marvel characters. Captain America is the one that everyone kind of knew about. Iron Man actually was semi obscure. Like people I think kind they did of Thor knew Thor next really. because. Wasn't it at the end of Iron Man two that they had the after credit scene where they find the hammer? Yeah, they didn't find the hammer. They just say there was a problem like with the in mm-hmm. New Mexico. Yeah, and so we were like, oh, what's in New Mexico? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then bam, it was a hammer. So yeah, it kind of sets that all up. So I guess it does a good job of setting up the weird. But is that what makes it a good movie? Like, what do you think makes it not bad? Yeah, like that. That's the thing. What makes it a not bad movie? Because I think it's if it's I, I think it's bad. I don't think it does much good. There's some good, but that doesn't. I don't think it redeems it. So, so what is like? What are some of your favorite parts of the movie? I guess is some of my start favorite with. parts for sure. I definitely have to say when he's slaughtering all the ice giants. I thought that was pretty cool. So in the first five minutes, the first five minutes, <laughs> the right. last five minutes, <laughs> uh, and. Everything in between is rough. Everything in between is rough. <laughs> There's a really good part I like, and it calls out in the mm-hmm. comic books. Um, Doctor Donald Blake, 
Jane's ex ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. the Doctor, is actually a character in the comic books. Uh, Odin stripped Thor of his powers and wiped his memory and sent him down into the body of Doctor Donald Blake. In the comics, so, interesting. Yeah, in the comics, Very interesting. He was he was there and he humbled Thor. So it did a really good job at that because that's exactly what happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the good parts about this movie is Thor. Definitely, you see character development, which yeah. you can't say for uh, Thor two as much. There's not a lot of character development in Thor two, but in Thor, he's a snobby, entitled, uh, hot-headed, like god at the beginning, and then he gets humbled towards the end, even though it only takes place over a weekend, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but. You know what you can't see in Thor? His eyebrows. Yeah, that's you that's can't... one of the things I had in my note. It's why doesn't Chris Hemsworth look like Chris Hemsworth? It's <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's really rough. bad. They they thought dyeing his eyebrows blonde was a good thing. Like they thought that was a good idea. And it wasn't. It's just so I don't, bad. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. And then he shows up in Avengers and it's just like, oh thank God. <laughs> thank right. they right. fixed that. <laughs> This Thor also introduced Hawkeye, which I love barely. Hawkeye. Hey, barely. he was still introduced. I just forgot he was shot. in this movie he until I rewatched it. He he aims his arrow and then puts rooting. it and then puts it away. He says he's rooting for Thor too. Yeah, he, like, goes, he, he goes. He doesn't. I'm starting rooting for this guy. They also mention Hulk, um, the Eric Selvig dude. He he talks about like um, how Shield got involved with this scientist he knew who was like doing this groundbreaking research on gamma radiation, which is a Hulk reference, which is kind mm. of cool that they already did that. They reference Iron Man as well, because yeah. when the destroyer lands, they go, is this one of Stark's things? And he goes, he goes, I don't know. He doesn't tell me anything these days. So they were for sure setting at this point, they're setting up Avengers like 100%, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. But one of the weird things for me in this movie was like, it has two different beginnings. And if you haven't seen Thor recently, I'd recommend you go watch at least the beginning on Disney Plus or wherever else you can get it. But they're all on Disney Plus. Uh, in the first like five minutes, the movie has two beginnings. Like the first one, it starts with um, Jane and the intern Darcy and them driving in the RV, and then they crash into naked Chris Hemsworth. He's not naked, isn't he? I'm He's not sure naked. He is. It does. Anyways, they crash into Chris Hemsworth. And it, like, sets up this dramatic, like, oh, no, what's happening, you know? And then they just enter this narration by Odin, kind of out of nowhere. And it, like, feels like two different starts for the movie. Like, they had two ways they wanted to start the movie, and they couldn't decide, so they did both. And, like, I don't know why they didn't just start with the narration, and then later, when he goes to Earth, just cut to them, like, crashing into him, you know? Like, it feels unnecessary to me, and so I feel like the movie already starts out putting a bad taste in my mouth. Like, it's just kind of like, I, I don't understand why it needed to do that. Also, there was so much CGI in this movie, <laughs> and it's really not that good, if, if I'm being honest. It didn't look great. And and I just, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't look like a great movie, and the acting's not very good. There's, like, no chemistry between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. It's bad. Like, they're, they're driving in the car... Um, they're like, or they're in that van at towards the end of the movie, 
and or no, not towards the end. They're they're driving to go where Thor's gonna try to pick up his hammer. And they're they're driving and they're just talking in the car and looking back at each forth and each other. And Natalie Portman's driving, but she doesn't look at the road once. But there's no chemistry at all. It's the most it's so awkward bad. conversation really I've bad. ever heard. And it's like, come on. Like Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman, you are two very attractive people. Y'all gotta have some chemistry. And there's nothing. They're just Yeah, they're like A list actors and, and they just don't cut it in this movie at could times. you say that's the point though i could argue that's the point as in he is from asgard you got her from earth so like they have two different cultures it's kind of weird you know I he's mean, still he's still in his ways of i'm the best so yeah but he doesn't really but they're like it. they're like flirting and she she's just drooling over him the whole movie and it's like awkward she's just like a schoolgirl, and he's He's really into her too, even though they've only known each other for a day. That that's the weirdest part. This whole movie <laughs> takes place over three days. Like you can count it out. It's it's like a three day movie. You could maybe make the argument that it's four days because you don't know how long Thor's in the hospital, but it's a weekend, and they go from Thor's in the hospital for what like not that long because he no. like gets like started to get work know, on and exactly. then he's just like nah I ain't doing this and leaves yeah, and, and he beats he, up all the doctors yeah he, he leaves he gets, he gets his data <laughs> and then get back down. so yeah. like it's it's crazy because it, it takes place over a weekend and it goes from Natalie Portman or Jane or whatever running this dude over with her car twice. To, to twice <laughs> she hits him twice to, to falling in love with him and being mad that he doesn't return like how can you be mad you just met this dude it's basically like a one night stand like they barely knew each other you know, and so it's really I good. Don't it's got understand. frozen energy. It's kind of weird. It's the weird. Yeah, it's, it's like got frozen energy. Getting married as soon as you met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was Some weird. Romeo and Juliet stuff right there. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. It also, I don't know. A lot of the jokes didn't land for me. I know you have a favorite joke in that movie. Colin. I do have a favorite joke. My favorite joke is the classic joke where he drinks the coffee and he goes, "I like this drink." Another, and he slams it down. <laughs> I. I love it because it's just so stupid. Like it's so stupid <laughs> it's funny. It really is. And it uh it just shows like his culture versus earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of funny. culture is that? They're just like I'm done with this drink. Shatter it. Bring me another one. Like they don't reuse cups. Like man, Asgard's got it. They hate the environment up there. I don't really know if they have an environment up there, but Asgard's against it. They just I mean, their waste. buildings are like made out of gold. Yeah. So I don't think they really care. <laughs> they, don't care. they don't care. You heard it here first. Asgard is uh pro climate change. Uh Asgard we, we don't we don't like those Asgardians. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> The Asgardians of the Galaxy. So the Asgardians of the Galaxy. For me, there was one point where I like laughed out loud and I thought it was so funny. And it's not supposed to be funny. It wasn't a joke, but I thought it was hilarious. So it's right before Odin is banishing Thor. <laughs> all right. And and uh, Thor yells at Odin. He goes, "You're an old man and a fool." And and Odin goes, he, he says, "I was a fool to think you were ready." And Loki interrupts. He goes, "Father." And then Odin just growls at Loki. He just <laughs> he just he just growls at him and I died. It was so funny. And I don't know why. But it was hilarious <laughs> that he just growls at Loki. And it's the most awkward and weird thing. And it's like this supposed to be this intense emotional moment. And he just growls at him. And I died. I thought that was so funny. It's not supposed to be funny. But I thought it was hilarious. So when I was watching that scene, I don't know how, but for like that five seconds like scene, 
the subtitles turned on. <laughs> what? I don't know how. I don't. I don't know what button I hit, but it was just really, really funny because it said Odin barks, <laughs> and like that's it does go- sound that's like a good, bark. It does but sound I like really a bark. wanted to just be like Odin. Dot dot. Grr. <laughs> like that would have been so much better. Can we talk about Odin for a minute? Odin is so weird. He's over the, the worst three, father. Over he the three sucks. Movies, He's the worst dad ever. Over the three movies. Over the three movies, his personality changed in every single one. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense at all. He's not a consistent character. And he is the worst father, the worst king ever. And it's just, he's so bad. He's so bad. Like... And, and you learn more about it in Ragnarok, about how horrible of a person he is. But in the first one, you're already like, this dude kind of sucks. And Abandons then, like, his daughter, like, casts her yeah, out, like, sets up his two person. sons to just straight hate each other. Like, yeah, he does nothing you good. You were both born to be king, and only one of you can have the throne. <laughs> okay, boy. the best man win. Like, first what? off, first off, false. One of them was not born of Asgard. Well, neither of them were born for the throne. Hela was. Yeah. But you don't learn that till later. But even then, from the very beginning, they're setting him up to be just a crappy father. That's also, exactly was. are we are we sure? Like, I thought about this in the third one, which we'll kind of get to later. But I kind of think Thor was adopted. When you look at how Loki and Hela look very similar, and then um, Boss Man who plays Odin can't think of his name. Anthony Hopkins. Yes, Anthony Hopkins from uh, Silence of the Lambs. When he was younger, he had black hair too. So, like, really. I think Thor's the adopted one. I don't know. I mean, or they just like really messed up in the casting or something. I don't know. I think they stuck to the comics and what they looked like in comics. But even then, it's like, I don't know. It seems to me like that whole, the hair color thing. No one has black hair. Like Frida and Odin don't have black hair. Yet two of their kids have black hair. And it's, I don't know. That's all. One of their kids have black hair. Hella. I guess they they said they adopted Loki. But maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe the movies are confusing. The movies don't know what they want to be. They're very confusing. Yeah. But yeah, Odin sucks. Um, dialogue's bad. Uh, there's Lady Sif and the Warriors Three are in this movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't realize. Yeah, they're in yes. it. They're, they're also so in forgettable. the Dark World. And then they die in Ragnarok. Three of them are in Ragnarok. Lady Sif does not die in Ragnarok. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know where she's at. Um, also. I know in Thor, they talk about, she was like, Lady Sif, who's behind you when they said that they could never have a woman be a warrior? And she was like, that was me. And I was like, but like, I supported you. But they had the Valkyries, <laughs> which are literally an elite group of women warriors. So they definitely weren't planning for Ragnarok there. No, Ragnarok, like, you can tell they weren't thinking long term. They were just trying to, this movie is just setting up Avengers. It is literally only introducing Thor so people that go watch Avengers, if they haven't read the comics, they know who he is. And that's Loki. the only they purpose need to set of this up movie. Loki too. And Loki as the bad guy. That's all this movie's doing. It doesn't care about anything else, and you can tell. All it wants to do is set up Avengers. Oh yeah. It also has that little secret when they the destroyer first comes out mm-hmm. and uh, kills the frost giants. It shoots the laser, and you see the Infinity Gauntlet with all six stones in it. And you're just like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I remember. When that first came, I was like, ah, cool. And uh, then it calls it back later in Ragnarok. She pushes it over and she's like, fake. Mm-hmm. But also, good. even then, that doesn't make sense. Because, like, the whole point in, like, Infinity War is that uh, Thanos had the gauntlet made. And he collects the stones. 
So, like, how did they already have a fake gauntlet? Like, the timeline doesn't make sense. They threw it in as an Easter, in as an Easter egg, and then they had to try and, like, go back and, like, fix that mistake. But it still doesn't match. Like, the timeline is very broken. Mm-hmm. But I guess we can't really hold them against that too much. That's um, a problem you can find all throughout yeah. all the Marvel movies is yeah. timeline gets real wonky. And then Endgame throws a wrench and everything, everything. all over the place. It's. But I, I guess also these movies aren't supposed to be taken super. Like, we're not supposed to think about it. Like, it's the same thing with Cars. Like, we thought about it way too much. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. You know? But that's I don't think you're supposed here. to think about it. That's, that's, that's exactly the whole point, why. It's to overthink this stuff. Here. Um. Any other final thoughts on the first Thor? You got anything? What you got there? Anything? I no? don't got nothing. Got nothing? nothing? All right. So before we tackle Dark World, uh, Ooh, baby. which is the divisive one, the agreed to be a bad one, which I don't really think is as bad as everyone says. Mm. Um, Peyton over here with his hot takes. Hot, hot, take. hot takes. Uh, Burning hot. We do have a sponsor. So we're going to slide into that sponsor segment uh, real quick. And uh, we'll come back with uh, Thor the Dark World. Mm. Most everyone agrees that Thor the Dark World sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? Bees Gelati. Amen, brother. Oh, Bees Gelati is a local to Gainesville, Florida uh, food truck. Yeah. That doesn't really, it yeah. doesn't serve food, it serves gelati ice cream, shaved ice, uh, all of that good, good stuff. Um, we all have our favorite flavors. We love bees. We go to bees before every game day. Uh, anytime they're around, we try to go get some because it's like the only place you can get gelati anywhere around Gainesville. So if you're at all in the Gainesville area, you should for sure go to Bees Gelati. Tell them that Act 4 sent you. Uh, I know my favorite is the cookies and cream gelati with vanilla ice cream. Like I'm a big mm. fan of it. So good. Uh, my favorite is the combo. It's orange and cotton candy. So wow. good. Wow. But also, they're coming, adventurous. Out, coming out with like some, they're thinking about doing pizookies. And they're Ooh. really good. Oh, have you tried one? I have. I had the very wow. first pizookie. Yeah, I know they're wanting to come out with like pizookie and brownies and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. I haven't had a chance to try any, but if they continue to be a recurring sponsor, uh, we might get to try those out and oh, yeah. talk about how good those are. I mean, I mean hopefully. hopefully. That's what, hey, that's what hey. we're trying to see. I'm like, I'm a cookies and cream boy, but mm, like classic, love it. I like chocolate with mine. Ooh, you get a little that's bit of extra chocolate in it. Yeah, a little extra chocolate. Yeah, can yeah, you, yeah. you can you can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's all good. There ain't nothing bad there. Uh, if you want to learn more about Bees Gelati, you can follow them on Instagram. They're at Bees Gelati. That's B Z G E L A T I. That's Bees B Z. Mm. Uh, that's that good stuff. And now we're gonna throw it into Thor: The Dark World. All right, so Thor: The Dark World. What a movie! What a movie! Can we just talk about? Oh my god! Okay, so I had never seen Thor: The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had seen maybe like the first thirty minutes of it because it came out when I was in middle school, and I didn't go to the theaters to watch it because my parents heard it wasn't good, so they didn't want to take us. Um, so I watched it like bootleg on my phone. Uh, sorry, who, who's in charge of that? What's who is that? FBI was that their Probably. thing? I don't know. Come for me. Come for me, FBI. (laughs) (laughs) 
I did. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it on some website, but I only piracy watched the first is not a minutes. victimless crime. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't <laughs> steal a car. What What movie were we watching? We were and, watching Lord of the oh, Rings. We were watching Lord of the Rings, and like the FBI and, warning yes, popped up, and I don't up. know. Oh. There was something about it, man. We just looked at each other. Died. It just comes up. Piracy is not a victimless crime. And we died. It was so funny. And uh, Jacob was just sitting on the bed with his AirPods in, just like, what are y'all laughing did, about? I didn't understand why it was funny, but it was <laughs> funny. Um, so I did. I watched it bootleg on my phone. Only watched about the first 30 minutes. Then I had to do whatever middle school me had to do. Probably had football practice or something. I don't know. Okay. So I didn't get to finish it. Uh, so this was the first time I actually sat down and watched all Thor The Dark World. I didn't even watch it leading up to Endgame. Because I didn't think... Also, spoilers for, like, Marvel movies. If you're still listening now, I guess you've seen them. Um, <laughs> we probably should have given that at the beginning. But LOL, in-game, who cares? In Endgame... Endgame's been out for almost a year, so it doesn't matter. Um, but in Endgame, they go to, like, into the movie Thor The Dark World. Like, they go to that timeline... And so the one movie I didn't watch leading up to Endgame was one of the more important ones. Yeah. It was like, oh, whatever. That's stupid. Um, they, yeah. I feel like Endgame made Thor The Dark World better, too. Like, it wasn't... Like, it obviously was... It's unanimously agreed to be the worst Marvel movie. I, I don't think anyone says any movie's worse. Um, I don't know. I was looking at, like, the IMDb ratings earlier, mm-hmm. and there was one below it. Is it Hulk? So, yeah. Hulk. Okay. There was like Thor the Dark World was one. a 7 out of 10, I think. And then Hulk was like a 6.9. So like they're really close. They're giving it, was it like a 7 out of 22. 10. Really? See, yeah. I feel like the majority of people give it like... So my neighbor, Jonathan, last night he said he would rather look at his actual trash can than watch Thor the Dark World. Like that's the sentiment that I think most people hold is that this movie <laughs> is just flaming hot dumpster fire garbage. So bad. I don't think it's that bad. I really liked it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I was watching it at 3 a.m. last night, getting ready for this. And um, I had the same thing. I was like, I don't remember it being this bad. And I watched it leading up to Endgame. And I remember I fell asleep during it. <laughs> and I was like, hey, it's Thor the Dark World. I don't really care. But um, I watched it last night. And I was like, this wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I think... If you watch the first three quarters, all the way up until like the last 30 minutes, is a pretty solid movie. It's not bad. The last 30 minutes are rough. Because like, it's just so anticlimactic. Like they set up this bad guy, which you don't really know his motivation, so you don't really care that much. But Malekith sucks. Mal- yeah, Malekith he's just does not, suck. He's not a world He's such bad a bad villain. He's but the also, worst villain in the entire but MCU. But also, we can't act like... Marvel has never really been that great at villains. Really... Their best villains were Thanos and Killmonger. All their other ones, and then Loki, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Loki's they had really three good. good villains. The rest of them were all just generic villains. Like you've got an Iron Man, you've just got another Iron Man suit guy, and then you've got an Iron Man two. You've got Justin Hammer, and you've got the dude with the electric. Like I don't even remember their names. Whiplash. Whiplash. Okay, so like they were generic, and they really weren't that good. They didn't have a lot of like stuff behind them. So I feel like. Especially for because the movies that came out before this, you're looking at bad guys. You got Hulk. His bad guy was uh, other the, Hulk. The other Hulk. It's Abomination. Abomination. <laughs> who was not a good villain. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree. You got Iron Man one, and his bad guy was Big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, 
Do, I'm sorry, do that's Thor name? in Endgame? Yeah, what are you like, talking it's about? the Iron... Ironmonger? Uh, Ironmonger. Yeah, like, just another Iron Man. Not a great villain. You've got Iron Man 2, it's Hammer and Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Which not is great villains. Like, those are the movies before Man, this. And then Whiplash. The, like, those are the movies before Thor, Thor 1. One. Thor, you've got Loki. Yeah. Got Captain America, Red Skull. Not, which is, not which a is well, just another Captain America. Yeah, not a well-thought-out villain. Loki again, because he was the one that worked. Mm-hmm. And then a, a few... Uh, is this the one right after Avengers? Does it, it happen right um, after? It's pretty close after. It was Avengers, Iron Man 3, then Thor the Dark World. So, Oh, and then Iron Man 3, you got the Mandarin, which wasn't even the villain. And yeah. you've got Fire Dude. Like... There, we don't we don't we don't have good villains. So the fact that this villain doesn't work, I don't think kills the movie because good villains was not Marvel's thing for a long time. It took until Infinity War and Black Panther uh, to really have a villain that works. Outside of Loki, Killmonger, and Thanos, who's a good villain? Ronan. I, I like Ronan. Galaxy. Yeah, but but is he like? He's one, not like a well-developed villain. All he is is he's working for Thanos. Yeah. Let me introduce he's not one like his James own Buchanan Barnes in The Winter Soldier. He, he's kind of like an anti-hero, though. Like, he's never, like, the person that they're wanting. They don't... He's not the bad guy. Hydra's the bad guy. You know? Like, yeah. he's he's kind of the guy Okay, then fighting. Hydra's a good bad guy. Yeah. Hydra's an organization, not a person, though. So I don't think you can make the same... Like, it's not the same as comparing Malekith to Hydra. It'd be comparing the elves as a race to Hydra. Okay, so the elves as, elves as a race suck. They do, because <laughs> yeah. we don't know anything about them. But I, all they I'm are saying, pointless, and they make this movie have zero stakes. Exactly. I, which is why it's not I don't disagree. to watch. I, I don't disagree. But I'm also saying, the fact that this movie doesn't have an interesting bad guy does not make it a bad movie, necessarily. What makes it a bad movie is that because our bad guy is super underdeveloped, we don't care when he's beaten. And we don't really understand how strong he is. We don't understand why he wants to do what he wants to do. And then Thor beats him up in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't and a And he's good supposed to have act. like the ether inside of him and like be all powerful because and everything like that. And then Thor's like boom, boom, bang. And it's just done. And he does. Like, <laughs> Which the ether is an infinity stone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's not the infinity stone of power that we see in Guardians of the Galaxy. But it's still an infinity stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gather six of them together, and you can just snap half the existence out of the world. And it's also not like we hadn't seen what Infinity Stones can do before this movie. Because, like, we saw what the Mind Stone could do. We didn't know it was the Mind Stone yet, but inside of Loki's staff, which also doesn't make sense why Thanos gave him an Infinity Stone to go get an Infinity Stone, but whatever. We saw the power that that had. We see the power of the Tesseract. Like, you kind of, like, know that these things have power, and they already had established that the Aether was an Infinity Stone. And you they even, say that throughout you the even movie. see the power of the ether in this movie when it's inside Jane and it's mm-hmm. like protecting itself and like yeah. just blows up people at times. Yeah. And then in the climax of the movie, it's just nothing. They yeah. They nerf the ether in the third act. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that is the big problem with this movie is the last thirty minutes. But up until then, it's not that bad. It's pretty solid. Um, Thor destroys. Uh, the predecessor to Korg in the first few minutes. Uh, there's the rock monster that he just destroys. Oh, yeah. That whole scene's pretty cool. You've actually got his Warriors 3 and Lady Sif, and they're fighting, and they're actually pretty cool. Fangdahl was recast yes. as Chuck. Yes. <laughs> it, Fangdahl, um, 
I had it. I had it in my notes. It was like, they're just going to ca- recast Fame Doll. Like, we ain't going to notice. I didn't notice till last year <laughs> yeah. uh, when, I, when I watched Thor Ragnarok again, preparing for Endgame. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, that's not the same actor. <laughs> yeah, because they went from the guy from Once Upon a Time. His name was like Josh Josh Dallas? Was that his name? Something yes. Dallas. Yes, Josh and, Dallas. And so he was new from Once Upon a Time. But originally, we were looking at this last night, Joe and I were, um, they had originally cast... Zachary Levi, who's yeah. Chuck they and Shazam. Wanted, they wanted he was Zachary supposed Levi. to be there. He had a scheduling conflict. With so Chuck. So they cast Josh Dallas, and then for Dark World, it flipped, and Josh, Josh Dallas, Dallas had a conflict, so they were time. like, all right, I guess we're going to go get Zachary Levi. <laughs> and so they just flip it, so that happens, but honestly, I, I like Zachary Levi more. Even though he looks weird with the blonde hair, I think he's yeah. better at, as Feindall, but still... They're pretty cool at the beginning of the movie. Like, we actually get to see them fight and do cool stuff, and they're kind of funny. Um, and now he's Shazam, so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got, like, that first scene with Natalie Portman. Or not the first scene, but the first time we see her, she's, like, at the awkward date with the dude, and she's got the menu, and she's, like, hiding behind the menu. Don't know what her plan was there, but that was kind of weird. But then Darcy comes in, and she's actually funny in this movie. Because I didn't think she was very funny in the first one. But right there... I thought she was pretty funny. I did write in my notes. I go, Darcy is actually funny, question mark. And then later she made a joke that was stupid. So I wrote in my notes, I take it back. <laughs> so, but then she's funny again. So she's kind of hit or miss. She's actually semi-funny in this movie. So the humor is actually kind of there in this movie. There's some of it. And I think the the real thing is Loki is a star of this movie. This is a, a Loki movie. I think yeah. I really we like, see a lot of Loki. I really like Loki in prison and like how it shows him dealing with... Um... His mother's death. I don't remember her name. Can't pronounce it even if Frida. I knew it. If, Frida. if I knew it. Frida. Um, I thought that was really good. One yeah, of my favorite I jokes I good. have in the movie that was in the movie was when he goes to Jane's mom's house, Thor, and he just hangs up the hammer. That's a classic. Yeah. So actually, I was I was watching you were telling the video about this, and yeah. I was telling you about it last night. They didn't have that in the script. Mm-hmm. Originally, like he was just supposed to walk in. But Chris Hemsworth came in and hung it on the coat rack and the director and producers or whatever, they thought it was so funny that they kept it. And then they added the scene later where it rips off, like when it comes to him, because they just thought that was amazing. And that was just on the spot by Chris Hemsworth. Also, Chris Hemsworth does a better job as Thor in this movie, I yeah. think. Yes. Like this is post Avengers. He's kind of figured out who he is. He doesn't have the blonde eyebrows anymore. Um, he actually looks pretty cool. And he actually is starting to act like Thor. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a good thing. There's not a lot of character development of him in this movie, but he starts out pretty well developed, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing, is he's more comfortable as Thor in this movie, for sure. Because it's his third time being the character. I think once he got to be Thor under better direction in Avengers with Joss Whedon, and they started to write his character a little bit more comedically... And give him some punchlines here and there, and how he was able to banter with the rest of the the Avengers. Mm-hmm. It really showed Hemsworth like the best direction to go for the character, and I think him doing something improv like hanging the hammer up and stuff like that shows that Thor, as a more comedic character, was the direction to go. And then Taika Waititi was just like okay and ran with it full speed. But and I think this then that's my favorite like Thor straight sure. po- like. It puts it in that direction. Mm-hmm. Also, is the coat is the coat rack worthy? 
No, okay. So now this gets to that whole question. Like, they ask it in Ultron. Mm-hmm. If you put Mjolnir in an elevator, does the elevator go up? Uh, yeah. And But the elevator's not worthy. And so let's, okay, let's talk about this. We got time. Uh, what What is worthy and what isn't worthy? So he puts it on Loki's chest in the first movie. I think movie, that's so funny. And Loki can't get up. Great. But if I went to go pick up Loki, could I do it? I'm not picking up Mjolnir. I'm picking up Loki. Would I be able to pick up Loki, even though he has Mjolnir on him? I don't know. I kind of think I would, because I'm not picking up Mjolnir. I'm picking up Loki. I'm not but, gonna lie, you kind of got me stumped. But over then, here. like, I don't if know. I'm I able don't to pick know. up Loki, <laughs> if I'm able to pick up Loki and I turn him over, does Mjolnir fall off, or is Mjolnir stick? Like, how Mjolnir works? Oh my goodness, there's crime outside. I don't know if you heard those sirens. But <laughs> welcome to Gainesville, <laughs> home of bees, gelati. <laughs> Another plug. Um, Shout but, out bees. But so, <laughs> but so, but how does how does it work? How does Mjolnir work? Like. We, we also see in um, Ragnarok, like, there's the, the dragon thing that opens his mouth and he sets Mjolnir, like, inside his mouth and he can't pick it up. Like, okay, so we know it works on, like, animals, too. Like, they're not worthy and it holds them down. It's just, it's confusing. They hang it on the coat rack. It doesn't fall. So, the, hever, the, the hammer itself isn't heavy, right? No. So, it's only heavy because you gotta be worthy to lift it. I have the question then. We talked about, we talked about how it would go up in the elevator. Why couldn't the truck pull it out then? Well, I don't know. Also, that they weren't able to dig underneath it, too. Like you notice, like 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 dig down in the first Thor, which we didn't really talk about, but they can't go underneath. They don't go underneath the hammer. Yeah, it's like this giant hole, and then it's just like this little like pedestal. Yeah, so so that makes me think they can't cut underneath it because they were wanting to take out the whole thing, but I don't think they can cut. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. They don't flesh that out. The writers okay. just do whatever they it. want. Yeah, yeah it. They don't it's care. They don't right. care. <laughs> Jumping back on to uh, Thor: The Dark World, I thought it did a really good job with Loki dying. That's in air quotes mm-hmm. uh, for everybody. Who can't see us. Yeah. Which is everybody except for us three. <laughs> um, you can say that about Loki dying every time. Yeah, you really can. But Until Thanos gets involved, and then it's like... Even yeah, then, he's done, he Chief. might not be dead. The, it's, he it's didn't real. turn blue. You right? He's blue natively, so if he died, you... Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> you'd, you'd, think, <laughs> you'd, think, you'd think he'd turn blue. Like... To go back to his snow monster thingy or whatever they are. I don't know, Ice Chief. Giant. In Infinity War, you, hear, giant, you yeah. hear that next snap, and it's just like, oh, no, he gone. <laughs> and then Disney Plus is like, hold up a second. He coming back. Watch me. They are, yeah. I'm actually really excited for the Loki show. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be very good. Because mm-hmm. I think of all the actors in all the Thor movies, like Tom Hiddleston is the most consistently good. Mm-hmm. My favorite... My favorite character in any Thor movie um, is Heimdall. Heimdall. Idris Elba. The best. Charles Minor. Charles Minor. <laughs> Watch in out, Michael office. Scott. He's coming for you. In, uh, <laughs> in Thor. In Thor. He's really good. I really like him. You know, he's got a little, he's got a little bit of a, all right, I'll let you do it, but I'm not going to say I'm doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's in Thor 2 where he goes, all right, and just walks away. No, that's in Thor 1. 
where he walks away and lets them open the Bifrost uh, and then goes and gets Odin and Odin helps him out and stuff but I thought that was really cool and then Thor 2 where he's like I've reported a crime it's treason it's me and I thought that was really <laughs> funny um, he is a pretty cool character I wish I wish we'd see more of him being awesome like we see in Thor Ragnarok that's one of the things I really liked about Thor Ragnarok is Heimdall's character is really good yeah that was one thing like talking with my friends back home after Infinity War everybody was like Heimdall can't just like die that easily where like they just straight up stab him and it's just like oop he gone like he's so much everybody's like he's so much more powerful than that that was one problem a lot of people had with that first intro scene mm-hmm. in Infinity War but I think that also shows just how strong Thanos is that's like also he's, true he's a very strong villain he can just kill ya whip <laughs> Hulk's butt back into Bruce Banner yeah. um I also like the very end, the reveal that Loki is still alive and mm-hmm. he's masquerading as Odin. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know where that's going. We don't know if that's going into an Avengers movie or another Thor movie or maybe another movie. And It just, it just yeah. sets up for a later movie. Not a Thor movie necessarily, mm-hmm. but just a movie. Ooh, you, uh, you got some thoughts about that question? No, I'm just listening to the sweet sound of my man Jim in the hallway. Oh, yes. Whistling right outside the right outside works. the studio, just serenading <laughs> us. Um, I think the funniest part in Thor two for me was when Thor Thor goes back to Earth and he sees Eric Selvig. Which first of all, Eric's pretty funny in this movie. You know, naked man running around explaining all this stuff to Stan Lee and Wild the man. and the and the crazy person home or the old folks home or whatever. And you done lost your mind, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll help you find it. But, but I think, but what was really funny is, is, uh, this is after Avengers and obviously Loki took over Eric's mind and Eric asks about Loki and Thor goes, he died. And Eric goes, Oh, thank God. And it's that, so funny. It's out of this like long, like scene of Thor, like mourning the death. Yeah. Thor was so sad. And then he's like, oh, heck yeah. Hate that guy. And Thor's yeah. just like, that is my brother. But he's, he's justified. <laughs> he's justified to hate him. But yeah, it it was pretty funny. Um, I thought that was the, the funniest part in Thor The Dark World. A lot of the logic in the movie doesn't make a lot of sense. Like how these portals and stuff work and all that. Like that's kind of weird. Not yeah. very well thought out, you know. But it's still an entertaining movie up until the very end visually very good like i think the first thor was Big kind of improvement was like thor was rough sure. like the cgi looked not very well rendered it just didn't look great but like this movie it, from a cinematography standpoint is actually pretty solid like it's it's not that bad i'm not gonna say it's the best of any marvel movie i wouldn't go that far but it's not bad i don't think that this is the worst marvel movie um i think it has the worst ending of any marvel movie but I don't think it's the worst Marvel movie. I don't know what I'd put below it besides Hulk, and I'd have to think about it. But Iron Man two, Iron Man two probably goes below it. Facts. But it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Everyone talks about how it's so bad, but it really isn't that bad. Well, any other? I was, any on, other thoughts I was on, on the train to where when I was rewatching all the movies mm-hmm. before Endgame, I skipped the Dark World because it was kind of like a meme they yeah, made like on I it. Yeah, I said yeah. And then watching it last night, I was just like, "Yeah, it's all right." Yeah, yeah. I think I think people 
don't give it a shot. And so if you're listening to this and you think we're crazy, that's fine. You can think we're crazy. But go watch But it. I encourage you to watch Thor The Dark World. And the way I watched it was watching it as if I'd never seen it before, which I hadn't really seen it before. So I'd encourage you to watch it through that lens and be like, okay, I'm going to go into this pretending I haven't seen it, which is kind of hard. But you probably haven't seen it but one time anyways because you've been avoiding it because you know it's bad. So you probably don't remember a lot. So just watch it. Like, up until the end, it's not that bad. And that one time was probably in 2013. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, it it really wasn't that bad. Endgame redeems a lot of it. Uh, Frida is so good in this movie. She fights really cool. She has, like, that awesome little fight scene before she dies. Like, I wish we would have been able to see more of Thor's mom being awesome. She was really cool in this movie. Um, and I think that she gets even more, like, I think it means more once you see the Endgame stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie. That's just, one of my just favorite things. That's one of my favorite things about that Endgame scene mm-hmm. is that it shows that Thor and his mom did kind of have a connection, even though you didn't really see it in the first yeah. two movies. And it makes sense considering how much Odin sucks. Because yeah. like, how are you going to connect like emotionally to Odin when he's mm-hmm. big king man? <laughs> and also, she has a very close bond to Loki. Is something that we see mm-hmm. in that like he is just so distraught when she dies. Like, so distraught. Like, whenever he gets rid of the illusion, the whole place is torn up. His hair's a mess. Like, he looks rough. And I think that that is an awesome moment for Loki that we actually get to see, like, this real actual... Like, there's not a lot of character development of anyone except for Loki in this movie. I think mm-hmm. Loki, we just see more humanizing elements of him, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, any final thoughts on Thor 2? Or should we dive into the one that we really like? Uh... I think it's time to get funny with with Ragnarok. My last thought on Thor The Dark World. You got something else. What you got? Is that Captain America cameo, baby? Yeah. Yes, sir. Anytime anytime I get to see Chris Evans. They had to remind us us that we could have put the Avengers in this movie, but we didn't. Yeah. That's every Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. From Avengers on, it's like... Where are the rest of them? (laughs) Why don't they all show up? Yeah. Yeah. This is about to destroy the whole universe, and then the five other members of the team are just chilling at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's it's whatever. That's just kind of how they be. But um, I think we should get into Thor 3. Thor Ragnarok. So Joe, good. Start us Such off, a good baby. movie. Start us off. Start us off. I said Joe. Let's start us off. Joe, start us off. Start us off. <laughs> <laughs> how many times am I starting it off? Just, four. Just, four. Just, four. just four talk times. about it. All right, yeah. cool. Um, Taiko Atiti, man. He Freaking really... Cork, bro. Yeah, Cork he's, himself. He's, he really did. Yeah. IG-11, emotion, whatever you want to call him. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling Taiko Atiti Hitler. He plays Hitler in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. He really took <laughs> Thor in a different direction. He went all out with the comedy. Mm-hmm. And... It was just, it was a really good direction to go with this character. And, yeah, I agree. The movie, one of the terms I would use for it is bright. Yeah. In it, just and, visually yeah, and very in just colorful. the tone overall. It's it's just a funny movie. It's going for laughs. Yeah. And it, it lands really most of them. looks like a comic book. Like mm-hmm. it's that bright and mm-hmm. like just yeah, we were, energetic. I feeling. feel it takes a lot from the vibes that James Gunn started to give off with Guardians 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. in comic book look and then how he wrote those movies to be very comedic. Yeah. I feel it's very much in that lane. Yeah. 
yeah, we were we were talking about how like Thor, the first one, was the first Marvel movie and the first superhero movie to kind of get a little weird. And then Guardians of the Galaxy one and two are just like here's weird. And then Doctor Strange is like here's weird. And so by this point, we've seen all the weird stuff. So Thor Ragnarok's just like, all right, let's get right. weird. Because yeah. all those movies had already come out. Like this comes out after Doctor Strange, after Guardians of the Galaxy, after the other Thor movies. Like they weren't afraid to embrace it. And it was pull, great. I was just pulling up the um, wiki, Wikipedia page on Thor Ragnarok. And if you want to see how different this movie is from Thor 1 and 2, look at the movie posters. It is oh, so different. A staggering oh, yeah. difference. Well, do you remember <laughs> when the first teaser for Thor Ragnarok was released? They released it at like wherever, you know how they announce like the upcoming movies? Yeah. The original logo looked very much like Thor the Dark World, just said Ragnarok. It looked yeah. dark and gritty. When they brought Taika Waititi on, they're just like, 80s we're just yeah. going nuts and yeah. i think that was a good direction it looks very different from the other movies and in, i think that's good it distances itself from the other movies separates itself and it's like we acknowledge that those movies weren't very good we're gonna be good here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got the hulk in that movie we do it is it is basically the closest thing we'll get to planet hulk yeah that's exactly what it is and i remember after age of ultron and hulk flies off to space a lot of people are speculating that we were going to get a Planet Hulk movie, and Marvel kept denying it, saying we're not going to do Planet Hulk movie because Hulk solo movies don't work. Hulk yeah. works best with someone else. Yeah, and we got Planet Hulk in a Thor movie. I'm not really that mad about it. It was it works really well. It's really funny. Um, it appears like a very well thought out movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of stuff that doesn't like hit. Like there's some jokes that I think missed for me. But for the most part, it it's a pretty solid movie. It hits a lot of the points it's supposed to hit. It's it's just a good movie. A lot of people say it's the best. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie, but a lot of people have it at the top of their list. Best Marvel movie. I'd say it's the best Thor movie. I would not oh, for say sure. it's the best Marvel movie. Is it in my top five? Yes. But is it the best Marvel movie? No. Yeah, I agree. But some people have it as their number one. At least leading up to Endgame, they did. It might not have changed, but I, I know people that were like, Thor Ragnarok's the best Marvel movie. I don't know if it's... I, I wouldn't say that, but it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of your favorite aspects of Ragnarok was Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Oh. It, uh, I do he love is, Jeff Goldblum. He's a scene stealer in this he, movie. He is so good. He's so except good. Except he's not acting. He's <laughs> just being himself. He's just being Jeff Goldblum. And if you've, if you've got Disney Plus and you have not watched the Jeff Goldblum show by National Geographic on there... <laughs> Go watch it, because it's literally just 30 minutes of the Grandmaster exploring Earth, basically. <laughs> like, it's just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum, and that's exactly what he does in this movie. He's just his weird, eccentric self, and it works. He's very good. He's really funny. Um, I want to see more of him in the future. Don't think we will. We might. But, like, I just thought Jeff Goldblum was hilarious in this movie. He's so good. My favorite scene of the Grandmaster is the very end credit scene where all the so credits are good. Yes. And, he, and he, he stands up in the junk pile and he goes, we had a great revolution, guys. Can't have a re- revolution without somebody to overthrow. Everybody give himself a pat on the back. Pat on the back, guys. Pat on the back. <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, he's he's such, a, such a good character in this movie. I think the best character in this movie has got to be Korg. Korg. Everyone Korg, loves man. Korg. Korg, vo- voiced by Taika Waititi himself, mm-hmm. is so funny. Um, but also, 
I think Meek <laughs> is amazing. He doesn't say any words. Meek is so funny. That's that <laughs> is so the funny. beautiful thing about how Meek is written, is that Korg is just rambling off about something random, and Meek is and then just there. Meek is in the background, just straight slashing just, around at the vibing. air. He really he's just just straight vibing in the background. He's just it's fighting. So funny. Every time he's on screen. He's just fighting nothing most of the time. He's just slashing his like. The, I thought it was so funny because there's the rock paper scissors joke that everyone knows. He goes, "No need to be scared of me," unless of course your scissors. And Meek just stands up and goes with his blades, and it's just like that's so funny. But Meek, uh, Meek is hilarious, and also at the end when Cork is carrying Meek, and he goes, and they go like, "Like, what's wrong with Meek?" He goes, "Oh, Meek's dead." And then Meek wakes up. He goes, "Meek." <laughs> And also all the Doug the Doug stuff is great. Uh, oh, it's so funny. I think good line that gets missed a lot um, is he's talking about how he tried to start a revolution but mm-hmm. forgot. To, forgot he didn't print enough pamphlets. pamphlets. It's so funny. So it literally paper beat rock, my dude. Oh, that's good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's so funny. That's really joke. is a big brain joke. <laughs> that's oh, it's so funny. He oh, he's just such a good character. I'm really glad we got to see him in Endgame. He was funny there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New Master 69's doing, you know, like that's just that's so funny. So um, just... Hulk is great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Ooh. see Hulk's butt, which is weird, um, <laughs> but that's something that happens. I mean, yeah. He kind of thick though. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. I was gonna say that you are wrong. For a man of his size and how muscular he is, nah, dude, nah. <laughs> You think it should be thicker? Yeah. <laughs> thick and Thor. Hashtag Thick and Thor. You heard it here first. Oh, no, not Thor. Hulk. <laughs> Hashtag wow. Thick and Hulk. Thick wow. and Thor, too. <laughs> uh, one character. One character. Yeah. Who's, who's, turn it up. Yeah, just turn it that's up. The that's the max. That's the max. <laughs> one character who's notably not in this movie Natalie Portman. Yes. Jane, not in this movie at all. Yeah. Uh, they, they kind of like off screen say that. She dumped Thor. Thor talks about how it's mutual. But really, we know it's because Natalie Portman, after the disaster of the first two movies, she didn't want anything to do with it. But now she wants back in after Ragnarok was great. So she's going to be in the next one. It's because they're making that money. Yeah, it's, it's all about the money. And she did go back for, for Endgame to show that she's actually interested. I remember I was watching the red carpet premiere of mm-hmm. Endgame. And, of course, she's in that movie for a little bit. She has, like, her little cameo when they go into the events of Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. And she's on the red carpet. And everybody's like, why is Natalie Portman here? <laughs> and it's because she was in that movie. And now she's coming back into the MCU. And is going to be Thor? Mm-hmm. I don't know where they're going with that. Don't either. Taika, I'm trusting you, man. Don't let me we're down. It to you. Let's I'm, get it. I'm going to go watch it. Oh, 100%. I mean, all you got to say is Natalie Portman's going to be in this movie, and I'm there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Count me in. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm hoping she actually, like, really, uh, like, really, like, actually acts in this movie. Because I feel like the other two is just kind of Natalie Portman running around and drooling over Thor. Like, I want want Jane. Like, I I want, Mm -hmm. like, a cool character. I think it'll be cool. Um, Also, I liked how, like, Thor lost one of his eyeballs. But then the Russo brothers were just like, nah, we're giving him back an eyeball. <laughs> and they just kind of threw away that. But I thought it would have been cool to have Thor with one eye. I thought that was cool. But the eyeball came out of Rocket's butt. So. <laughs> Funnier. 
so it's funnier. Yeah, yeah, but also I feel like I don't know. I liked it. I did have a question though. At the end of the movie, when Loki's dropping off the the giant eyebrow into the fire, uh, he takes the tesseract. Yeah. If Loki would not have taken the tesseract, would Infinity War and Endgame have happened? Yes. Ain't no way those things get destroyed, bro. Yeah. Infinity Stones basically cannot be destroyed unless but, it's unless you unless you use if the it's stones to destroy, to destroy the but stones. Literally, <laughs> but literally, the the fire dude don't remember his name. He's he's so strong. He just destroyed like an entire realm. Not just like a like he destroyed like Asgard. Everything. It's gone. I think with that power, he could have destroyed. I think they could Maybe. destroy the Tesseract because it's proven that the stones can be destroyed. Yes. It takes a lot of power. It takes something similar but, to its power. Mm-hmm. But even then, even if the stone's not destroyed, it's going to be hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of it just being handed to him by Loki, you know? So I wonder exactly how much of, you know, Infinity War and Endgame would have actually happened I if like, Loki wouldn't have been greedy. I like the writing, though, because if there's one thing that's consistent in mm-hmm. all of the Thor movies, it's. At some point, you kind of start to feel some sympathy for Loki, and then he does something to screw over him being an actual good guy. And that's, that's going to be the whole yeah. TV series. Yeah, and that's why the TV series is going to work, and it's going to be exciting to watch. But in this movie, it's like he shows up on the on yeah. the ship, and he's like, "Your savior is here," and is like trying to like be really awesome to really all funny. the Asgardian people, and then he steals the Tesseract and gets them all murdered. Including himself. later, yeah. Which <laughs> I is, think he yeah. still would have gotten like they would have still been murdered. Also, yeah. Can we talk about like how much crap the Asgardians have gone through? You have <laughs> so Thor much. two, you have Thor two where they got like absolutely attacked, and you see all the all they the Viking have the worst air force ever. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. For being Asgard, they they have just the stupidest defenses. They got the force field that doesn't go all the way up, and it's that's just it's because the Valkyries thing. dipped. Yeah. Well, they died, well, and then yeah, all the ones that survived were like, "I'm gonna go well, be yeah. an alcoholic now." Yep, right, they've been so they went but through Thor the Dark World. They went, they went through Thor the Dark World. A lot of them died. <laughs> then they go into Thor Ragnarok, which mm-hmm. Hela just slaughters <laughs> half of them. They gone. They like Thanos all, type beat. <laughs> all of the warriors are dead. That's what we see. We see her just wipe out everybody in that, and anybody that's like kind of doing. Jim just, Jim just Jim just straight vibing yeah. outside. And you like kind of putting up a force against her. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you did. So we see that all that's left of Asgardians are on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Then half of them get cut by Thanos. Yep. So we'll say that. Now, when Thanos snaps, does another half of them die? No, he already took care of half of them. But... He said half of all existence. Possibly another half of them die. Meaning there is a quarter left of Asgardians after maybe Infinity War, but now Endgame is back. Maybe. Bro, pour one out for Asgard. Really? But, hey, we do learn Asgard is not a place, it's a, it's people. a people. Bro, it's Asgard, like a really, it's a church. <laughs> it's church. It's like, man, if we lose this building, we still a church. Yeah. Church yeah. is the people. Yeah, yeah it's not I a just, place, it's a people. Asgard, Asgard is church. They said it seven times in the matter of five minutes. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's not a place. It's a people. It's not a place. It's mm-hmm. a people. Which doesn't make sense because it's a realm. So, like, Earth is in the realm of Midgard, right? That's what they say. Isn't that right? I think so. 
And so they uh, is Midgard a a people and not a place? Like is Nevadalir a people and not a place? Is whatever the the ice planet, what's it called? I've got that down here. Jodenheim? Is that a people and not a place? Like okay, I I understand the sentiment, but well, doesn't make a lot of sense. Jodenheim, Jodenheim just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Basically, it's almost all destroyed. Also, they got whacked in Thor One. <laughs> oh, um, for sure, got destroyed by that Mario Rainbow Bridge. Oh, they yeah. just like zapped it. Yeah, the bridge in all the movies, very cool. Yes. Yeah, in the comics, it's weird, and you're thinking like, how are they gonna make this Rainbow Bridge not weird? And they make it really it cool. It, yeah. It's really cool. One of the best moments um, very much includes the bridge. And it's <laughs> Mark Ruffalo <laughs> jumping out of the yes, plane. And he's like, that. I'm going to show you who I am. And then it's just boom. boom and he just, just hits it so hard. So hard. <laughs> and then like the, the wolf just like looks at him just like. Sniffs him. Who like, the heck oh, are he you? dead and just leave. But that's it. Just, the thump, it sounds. It's just so funny. The sound of it all is just hilarious. <laughs> just hits it and he's just out cold i think that's really a callback to the incredible hulk because in the incredible hulk he jumps off the plane to become hulk but he impales like he goes straight into the ground and then he becomes a hulk Mm -hmm. so i think that's what they were trying to do there do a little callback yeah um, there was a lot of callbacks in ragnarok they made a lot of callbacks to the first avengers because this is the first time that like loki and hulk Mm -hmm. are in the same place and they do a lot of little fun callbacks with that to where yeah. the Hulk comes out and Loki's like, I got to get off this planet. Oh, he's yeah. terrified of Hulk. And he then, hates him. And then when Hulk him. throws around Thor, he's like, yeah, how does that feel? <laughs> I love it. Oh. It's so good. Ooh. They really do like those callbacks. Every callback they could back to New York, they they took it. Mm-hmm. Like Especially in Thor 2, like Natalie Portman just slaps Loki. He's like, that was for New, New York. York. Even though she's not from New York, she's from like the furthest from New York you can get. She's from New Mexico, but whatever. She's not from New Mexico. She was in New Mexico. Okay. But she's also not from New York, I don't think. I don't think so either. But, yeah. Also, all of Thor's friends are dead. Like, the Warriors 3, all dead. Oh, they all died. They just killed him off so fast. Right so at the beginning. Um, all of his like OG friends. Yeah. yeah. He's got new but friends. The friends now. that yeah. we don't care about either. Like, the well, ones I mean, that they tried to make important. Yeah. All his friends are dead. Now, too. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. So, um, please don't I, come for us. I think, <laughs> I think that, you said we Z. weren't singing. You said we weren't singing. I got to slide it in at least once. Uh, <laughs> once an episode. So, so uh, I think the other question, all right. We've looked at, like, what's good about these movies, what's bad about these movies. How do you fix the Thor trilogy? Real quick, before we end this, because we're, we're getting very close to the end of our time. How, if you were to rewrite these, redo them, now knowing everything you know, what would you have done from the very beginning? Like, you could do whatever you want. Do you scrap all the movies, just make Taika Waititi do the whole thing? Do you keep some of the Ragnarok? Like, what do you do? Like, I feel like you could make this such a great trilogy if you just started over. Hear me out. The reason Thor Ragnarok is so good is because it's not like the other two Thors. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if we keep the trilogy exactly like it is, Ooh. we get exactly what we want with Thor Ragnarok. And I think I think Thor Ragnarok is great. And I want to keep Thor Ragnarok. So I would say exactly the same. I don't I think fix the it. first two movies have to go as crazy as Ragnarok did. But if there was more of a consistency in more tone. More comedy, more tone, and color. 
Yeah, and you didn't have to do the crazy radical jump in tone from no Dark blonde to eyebrows, Ragnarok. no blonde eyebrows, That's, no <laughs> Dutch angles. That was so many Dutch angles. Oh my goodness! Like Kevin Feige was the producer of all these movies. How did he let blonde eyebrows slip through the cracks? I don't know. Oh, it's like so give bad. me some attention to detail, man. Like you gotta just realize that don't look good. I I think the other thing I would really want would be I want. Thor the Dark World, I want them to just give us a good villain, which is a lot to ask from early Marvel. But if we had, even if it's that, even if it's Malekith or whatever his name is, even if it's him, develop him a little bit more. That movie's literally like an hour long. It's so short. Mm-hmm. It's stupid short. They could have added another 30 minutes to that movie to develop the bad guy and make us care about him, and it would have been a pretty good movie. Give me 10 more minutes of Malekith to make me care about him. And mm-hmm. give me twenty more minutes in the third act, so it doesn't the yeah, final battle doesn't Boom. end instantly. You have a really, really Solid decent movie. Marvel movie. Yep. Yeah. You get rid of blonde eyebrows, make the second one longer. Which <laughs> didn't think we'd say we want more of Thor: The Dark World, but we do. Yeah. I guess we do. And then <laughs> that's uh, that's the conclusion, guys. We just really want more of Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Give us more. No, but <laughs> you do that. Keep Thor Ragnarok mostly the same, we'd say. If if maybe some other stuff ties into it more, you could lose some of the exposition. But for the most part, we keep that the same. Mm-hmm. I think it, it becomes a pretty solid trilogy. I'm excited for the fourth one. I kind of feel like it's going to appear as two sets of two. Like, whenever you look at it, you're going to be able to very, very clearly see Thor 1 and 2 kind of go together. And then Thor three and four go together, yeah, especially and it's going to be like viewed as two different sets of movies. Especially mm-hmm. since Taika is coming back mm-hmm. for number four. Yeah, but um, I think they're pretty all right given what we got. They did their job. They set up the movies they were supposed to set up. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is amazing, hilarious, a masterpiece, really solid. Um, I think we just got to let's get a final ranking from everybody, and then we'll just okay. Are it. we we ranking them? just amongst Thor movies or are we putting them where we would put them amongst m- movies in the MCU Thor movies because we have oh well then we know what we're, well okay no actually nah, nah, you said yeah let's start off Joe in something I don't think I I didn't think I was going to be saying this but I think we're going to say the same thing I'm going to go with Ragnarok as number one obviously okay I'm going to do Dark World at two yeah, I'm gonna put the first one in last. Yes, that's it's, it. That's it. That's the definitive order. That's, I'm gonna have to go into my notes on my phone. I'm gonna have to change my order of my full Marvel rankings now. Oh, this, this is, is shaking throwing everything. all out of whack. This is changing everything. I, this is what I get for not I agree. watching Dark World when I was doing my Marvel marathon yeah. before Endgame. This is this is this is it. It's, I really did it to myself. It's Ragnarok at one, Thor: The Dark World at five, and then Thor at six. Like there's a there's a gap. It's very clear that Ragnarok <laughs> is so much better. But if you're just putting them one, two, three, Dark World is better than the first one. Like Ragnarok, and you might get hate for that. Ragnarok's I don't like, care. Ragnarok's S tier. Dark World's like C. C. C plus. Yeah. And then Thor's like D. C minus. Yeah, I got I got to disagree on this. Yeah, I know mm. you are. Mm. Uh, definitely had more time to argue. Definitely Ragnarok, Thor, and the Dark World is number three. I That's think my definitive I think people list. are going to agree with you. We actually talked about at the end of last episode, uh, at the end of the Cars episode, we said we're going to talk about them, and it, the clear ranking on those is 
Ragnarok, Thor, and then Dark World. I know. But now two of us have changed our minds, which is crazy. And I like that. I, think, I like that we, we've subverted what we were expecting. I mean, it cool. might just be like the 10 mozzarella sticks in me that I ate before I watched Dark World last night talking. <laughs> Too like, much I might have just been in like a weird mood watching that movie again last Ooh. night. But I want to say it has changed. Like Thor the Dark World is a lot closer to Thor than it was. It's creeping up there. It's creeping up there. It's not that bad. Yeah, Maybe gonna... we should... You want to watch it again tonight? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We got we to gotta watch whatever our next movie is going to be. Because uh, now, actually, as we're about to end, originally we were going to release these every other week. We decided we're going to go to weekly releases because two weeks between episodes was too long for us to wait. Uh, we're, we're not going to do as many trilogies. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chill out with the trilogies because that's a lot of so a lot of movies watch. for us to watch. <laughs> so many movies. But uh, and then we will uh, in two two episodes. So not the next one, but the one after that, we'll have our first guest. We're not going to reveal them yet, but we'll start getting guests in here. It's going to be a good time. We got awesome things to come. It is a him uh, though, as already revealed. Mm-hmm. You just said him, so there we go. Yes, but. So and then the, the very last thing, um, on our Instagram, at the Act 4 podcast, uh, in the description, there will be a link to a Google form. You can throw in suggestions there for future movies and throw in feedback there that you have about the podcast so we can make this better, make it more entertaining, uh, make it just more pleasant to listen to, uh, anything you got to say. But also, we would love your movie suggestions, stuff to talk about in the future. If we decide to do a movie that you suggest because you suggested it, we'll shout you out in a podcast. Do it for the clout. Mm-hmm. For the clout, 100%. Um, I, th- I think that's all we've got, man. Yeah, that's a wrap. Thor the Dark World isn't that bad. And that's all we got to say. That's it. And cut.